0: Welcome to Content Corner Podcast. I'm your host Khadija and I'm a content marketing manager. This podcast is for marketers, either current marketers or marketers of the future who are early or mid-stage and focused mostly on performing content marketing duties or thinking about exploring other areas of marketing. Thank you for joining me on this journey and I look forward to our conversations. Hello and welcome back to Content Corner. Thank you for joining me for episode three. So Today we're going to be talking about information architecture and how it relates to content marketing, or at least in my view. So I first was introduced to the concept of information architecture last summer um, by one of my acquaintances that I met through Instagram. Her name is Maria and she is in the field of UX content design. So when she and I were talking, she told me to check out this book called How to Make Sense of Any Mess by Abby Covert. And I immediately ordered it after she and I had our conversation and I just became obsessed. I thought it was such a cool concept. It helped me to understand how people really think through things as they're not only writing a story as you would be in content marketing a lot of the time, but just in general thinking through how to present information in a way that makes sense. So the book itself is typically, I would say the typical audience is for is people that are interacting with stakeholders, fellow employees and other users. So specifically, I think it's for people that are really into UX content and UX in general. Um, But I do think it's very relevant for anybody who has to create a piece of information and deliver that information in a way that's clear and accessible to whatever audience they have. So basically what I wanna talk about is kind of my takeaways from that book. Of course, feel free to read it yourself, but I really did find some kind of high level pieces from it that I've taken into my work since I read it. So there are a lot of sections in the book around language and those were the sections that really resonated with me. The book is definitely a quick read. It's broken up in such a way into 10 sections. That's really quick and easy to digest. And it's very quick to read as well, because I find every page should be sort of a mini lesson. Um, So basically, if you don't want to read the whole thing, you can kind of skim through and pick your areas of interest or areas of relevance. But if you're new to the topic of information architecture overall, definitely just give the whole text a read. It's short, quick, something you can read in an afternoon. So the First lesson that I wanted to share that I really enjoyed from the book was the idea that intent is language. So this lesson basically affirms the idea that words matter and are needed to convey ideas and make plans. With words, ideas move from being concepts to actual things. So, you know, we've heard things like words are power, you know, the pen is mightier than the sword, all these sorts of ideas, but really, you know, the way you can convey your ideas if you can put your ideas into words that's such a powerful and you know almost indisputable way to present that information or that idea to a certain group and hopefully take it from being just an idea and something that actually lives and breathes and exists as an actual thing so i think that's incredibly powerful and it's a power that people in content marketing or marketing in general um, I think really have, and it's a huge responsibility to be able to shape these ideas, present them to people in the form of an audience and have them act on it, get excited about it, you know, see how it can solve problems, all of those sorts of things. It's a power that definitely shouldn't be taken for granted. The second lesson that I really liked was this idea or this question of who matters. So when you're thinking about it in terms of information and presenting information, who matters? So it's urging people that are creating ideas through words to consider the intended user. So maybe it's a group of your fellow colleagues if you're doing something for internal enablement. Maybe it's other employees um, that will be end users at a different organization. When you look at your user base, you have to consider who needs to be involved, what language will best serve them, how open they are to change, And how the idea or the ideas at hand will affect their lives in a tangible sense. So even though you're the one presenting that information, you're crafting the idea, you're putting the story forward, you have to think about what the impact will be. And that's something that always needs to be considered. It's pretty similar to the first lesson that stuck with me around intent is language. But, you know, the way you present something, it can positively or negatively affect the end user at the end of the day. So it's something that you must consider in terms of how you putting that idea out into the world is going to affect them in a real world sense. And then the third one that I wanted to talk about today was the idea that language matters. And, you know, that seems obvious when I say that, but really this lesson, it highlighted the importance of how language in collaboration um, is helpful in determining how to move forward when solving a problem. So if you're working with a bunch of different stakeholders, you know, you have a lot of cooks in the kitchen when you're thinking about how to present an idea in writing and then putting it out into the world, it's important that you consider how you want to talk about that idea and how you arrive at the end product. And I'm saying this in the sense that, you know, you kind of have to take yourself out of it. I don't think you should leave your ideas behind or you should, you know, you should discount your viewpoint on a certain concept or idea, but you have to also make room for other people to contribute to that idea in a meaningful way and then see what you end up with in the end. It's very important to collaborate. I think the best ideas might start with one person, but once you get someone else's point of view or perspective, um, you know, maybe they have a background or knowledge and something that applies to this idea that you have on paper and you know by conferring with them you make that idea that much clearer that much better that much more tangible when presenting or thinking about ideas i think it's so important to be open and use language around openness towards collaborating and forming new ideas Basically, I'm not going to give away all the secret sauce in this book. I think it's something that everyone who has a story to tell or an idea to present or even just wants to get better at communication in a professional setting should take the time to read. Um, I would definitely recommend it for anyone who's in particular looking to become a better communicator and become more agile um, when you're shifting between different contexts. And I think that is really applicable to those who are in content marketing because, at least for me on a day to day, I never know what I'm going to be creating. Like, sure, there are things that I've left off pr- from the previous workday, you know, that kind of spill over, and then I'm thinking about, you know, how to wrap that up, you know, who has to be involved in the approval process, you know, who else I can confer with when it comes to making that idea and that concept as complete as possible before I present it. And that's something that, like I said, I've taken away from this book. Um, But just in the sense that I shift my context so much between creating top of funnel content like blogs, but also thinking about, you know, building relationships with clients and customers, um, more personal relationships that they've already established, you know, and using that to create a story and taking their input on the ideas that I have in mind when it comes to telling their story. So I'm shifting to more long form, more bottom of funnel content. Sometimes I'm doing quick little punchlines or taglines, you know, when it comes to product, or maybe I'm working with a sales team to come up with a cool one pager or summary about an event or, you know, a product feature that isn't so technically written, you know? So I'm always, my brain is constantly shifting between what type of writing I'm doing, what the, uh, the end user is, what the goal is, what the format's going to be, all of these things. And I think by understanding, even at a very basic level, what information architecture is, I've really been able to further, I guess, develop my skills when it comes to actually shifting between different voices and different formats. It still doesn't, it doesn't take me a long time to produce something. Um, Well, depending on what it is, of course, like everything does take time, but in the sense that I go into it having a framework, let's say I'm doing a one pager, right? I know what sort of framework we're going for, we have our standardized voice and tone, so I understand you know, what sort of t- words I should be using and you know how best to kind of lay out that story. Of course, the details change in every context, but I feel like I don't take as much time to think about how to present that information because of the fact that I'm thinking through the lens of information architecture and I'm thinking through the lens of the end user, the recipient, the person who's going to be taking that information and, you know, applying it in a real-world tangible way. So, I think whether you have an interest in UX content design or content marketing or even, you know, sales because you have to think about how you're presenting information constantly, that's what you're doing on your feed all the time. I don't think it hurts to take a step back and just brief yourself on the idea of information architecture. I think it's super helpful for me in my job. So definitely if you're wanting to get into content marketing, if you're getting into content marketing or you are in content marketing and you're thinking about going towards UX content design, this is something that you will encounter um, more head on um, every single day. So would definitely encourage folks to learn more about it. So like I said, the book is called How to Make Sense of Any Mess by Abby Covert. I will link it in the description of this episode. And if there's any other IA enthusiasts out there, I'd love to, you know, hear some of your biggest takeaways from the idea of information architecture, maybe how you're using concepts day to day or any other concepts that you're hoping to dive deeper into. Thanks so much and tune in for next week's episode.